Welcome back to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She's the host of the program, and this is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate, and it does it with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, as people move to doing a lot more of their activities using new technologies, how has that affected real estate, and what do you expect to happen in the future when it comes to those technologies and how it affects people? Well, Richard, I want to give a shout out to a writer that gave me the idea for this topic. His name is uh, Josh Howarth, and he wrote a blog called The Seven Key Real Estate Trends for 2024 through 2026. And, you know, I, I will admit in the real estate world, much of my boomer generation has not happily embraced technology. It's been a challenge. Uh, don't you agree, Richard? You might be younger than me, but. No, I think we're about the same age. I, You know, I think it happens on a need-be basis. You just let right. it hang out there. The kids and the generations behind do it. And then when you have to learn for work or, or how to communicate, whatever, it's like, I, remember they used to have those video uh, recorders and the clock would just flash 12, 12, 12, because nobody <laughs> knew how to set the clock. I think that's a good analogy. Well, I, my husband was so proud of himself recently because he learned how to send an email with an attachment. He's like, oh, this is great. You know, he probably won't remember. He probably asked me again next time. But, you know, it's it's not easy and transparent for us, whereas the younger generation, it's it, they grew up with it. It's nothing. And they're basically, a, you know, starting with the millennials and even Gen X, they're like what they call the digital generation, right? And so here's one technology that they use in a different way, which is the telephone. I remember one time we were watching a movie and on the on the screen was a rotary dial phone. And my son said, mom, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a phone. He's like, how does it work? You know, so it's really changed a lot. They actually don't use a phone as a phone. If they can avoid it, they prefer texting, uh, anything other than speaking on the phone. And that is their laptop. That is their desktop. That is their iPad. I, I watch my son all the time. He's 28 and he does everything on his phone, where it is for me, the font's too small and it's too hard. Um, but that's very easy for them. So Many of the younger generation would way prefer texting or talking. They are going to research you on Google and the properties on Google or some other platform long before they're going to bother to raise their hand and speak. Um, and so that's why we implemented one of our systems is proprietary. It's called House Talk, where even though my yard sign is like the phone number on my yard sign is at least a foot tall. They're not going to call me because I'm a scary salesperson, but I guarantee you they will possibly text that number, but more than likely they're going to sit in front of it. They're going to Google it. So we created what we call the house talk sign, which has a domain and a QR code where they can get all the information 24 seven about the house without having to talk to a scary salesperson. So overall house hunting's become pretty much digital, right? Um, it years ago, I know I'm dating myself, but when I first started in the industry, we didn't have everything online yet. If you wanted to buy a piece of real estate, you had to go meet a real estate agent who knew the in inventory, 
knew what was available and they break out this thing that looked like a phone book. It was the MLS book. And that was the homes that were available for sale. Um, now everything is online. So before agents controlled the inventory, now the buyers control what they want to see. And that's why digital marketing is so important to get that right. Because we know that a majority of the buyers are eliminating homes based on the online presentation. So you really can't make a mistake when it comes to something like that. So a lot of these new tools have been brought into play. Like this one example I'm showing right now is a 3D tour. And it's kind of cool. You can take your mouse and move around and look in different rooms. It's almost like being in the room. Technology-wise, it's probably easy for the younger people to use these. I think they're a little bit challenging. Have you ever tried one, Richard? You know, I haven't. I, I My kids have done it, and they put, like, the goggles on, so it's like a virtual game or whatever. I suppose <laughs> you could probably do that with homes as well. But I will say this. You keep up with all of the current trends. So whether it's people my age or people who are in their 20s, you're able to communicate and, and sell homes or get homes for them. Yeah, and we don't always deploy these tours because not every home is perfect and looks like a model home. The problem with this technology is the um, the graphics, the images are so high quality. You could zoom in and see the dust on the baseboards. I mean, it is it is pretty extraordinary. So if if I have things that I don't want to highlight in a home, I won't deploy this tool. But on the real, real pretty move-in ready ones, they're kind of nice to have. Also, drone imagery is really nice because sometimes a drone can fly up and sort of get a bird's eye view, give you a, a perspective on whether or not you got views, what are the homes around you. Um, that kind of thing is, is important. And people really, really like that. It, it gets the buyers to want to come. Another thing that we do quite a bit is what we call virtual staging. So we'll take an empty room that looks kind of lackluster and we can digitally insert furniture so it looks um, more attractive. Now, there are some people that say, oh, I only want to, I want, I would rather look at a home if it's vacant. However, um, when you look at a picture of an empty room, it's very hard to see the size of the room, the scale of the room. And for somebody non-creative like me, I can't see how I'm going to fit furniture in the room just by looking at an empty room. There are some people that have the artistic brain that can do that. I can't do that. But these things bring them in, and it's very nice to have. Uh, another trend, of course, is the millennials are using social media platforms to kind of learn about the neighborhood because a lot of these um, a lot of these people are moving kind of away from the high density cities into these suburbs, but they would like to get the benefits of a big city feel like they'd like to have the amenities. That's why we see a lot of people moving from Denver down to Colorado Springs. We're not as big as Denver, but we have almost all of the amenities. And I did some research on that recently. And I found that for the uh, third quarter of 2023, Realtor.com does this thing called a cross-market demand study, and it shows which searches, what counties were the searches in looking at Colorado Springs as an example. And the top six counties were from Denver, believe it or not, Arapahoe, Denver, Jefferson, Adams, Douglas, et cetera, because um, 
it's more affordable to have housing down here versus up there in Denver. And many, many people are allowed to telecommute uh, for some of the days of working or work from home almost solely. Another trend that we see going on is a lot of people are moving to what they call the Sun Belt, which is all the Southern states across the United States. Um, 70, 75% of the country's population growth in the past 10 years has been to the Sun Belt. Now, I don't know if that's because of winters. What do you think, Richard? You know, I think probably because I I think when you're younger, you like to ski, you like to be outdoors, you start getting a little bit older and you don't even like running from the car into work. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then um, we're seeing increased demand for single family homes versus townhomes, condos, uh, especially in the suburbs. And there's a bit of a dilemma with the low inventory right now, what I call the golden handcuffs, only because... You know, those people that are thinking of moving might be sitting on really low interest rates, like two and a quarter, two and a half percent uh, fixed rate. And if they have to make a move now, the rates are six point nine. Um, it's going to really affect their affordability as well. And that's why we're seeing low inventory right now in this market. My name is Barb Schlinker. I'm the host of this show, Your Real Estate Voice. I'm also the broker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb has the buyer's team. And we're talking about new real estate trends that will take us through 2026. And next up, we're going to be talking about some housing trends you should know, especially if you're planning to make a move in the next few years. And if you are planning on making a move, uh, that's part of what we do. Get, we give our clients a free in-home consultation on what to do, what not to do to get their house ready for sale. We'll give you a really good idea what your home will sell for, show you all of our list of buyers and show you exactly how much you'll put in your pocket when it sells. So if you are thinking of moving, give us a call 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold, Guaranteed Realty. And you can always reach Barb at 719-301-3900. If you're in your car and you can't listen to the entire show right now, you can always catch it on Barb's YouTube channel. Plus, Barb has the buyers can kick you over to some of the podcasts as well. So, Barb, when we're talking about some of these trends that are going to change the real estate world over the next few years... What are the rest of those trends? Well, as we see prices keep going up, and I think this is a big surprise for a lot of the buying population. They were expecting that, oh, if rates go up, the prices must come down, right? I'm going to wait for the prices to come down. And it's really not happening. In fact, it's going up. And part of that has to do with the people that are sitting on low rates are, luck are, are reluctant to move which means that there's fewer homes to choose from. Um, so higher rates definitely do make homes less affordable. That's one trend that we're seeing. Another one is we're seeing a, a little bit lower demand for rental properties. I have to tell you, just looking around town, it seems like there's a no end to apartment construction. Did you notice that, Richard? Absolutely, especially downtown and a little bit south of downtown. I, I just always wonder, are they ever going to be able to fill all of these? Right. It's everywhere. Um, but I know commercial real estate rentals are going to be probably seeing some problems. I just met with a seller uh, a few days ago that has a fiveplex 
and he's facing his adjustable rate adjusting after the five years is what you see in a commercial uh, loan. And he's ready to, you know, sell it and get out of the trap. So uh, I think that um, we'll see commercial rental office real estate in particular uh, be a lot more competitive. I don't know about single family homes and rentals. I'm not really sure. Uh, We are seeing kind of a leveling off of rental rates, but it's still really expensive to get a single family home, over $2,000 to rent a single family home. So if you are thinking of making a move, this is part of what we do. We help our home sellers um, get a really good idea about what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale. As an example, another thing that we're seeing is that um, people are moving from the cities to the suburbs and they're opting to own a home versus renting. So I don't know if you've noticed, Richard, around town, we see these homes that are called urban style. To me, if you're a Star Trek fan, they look like the Borg Cube. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They're just like vertical cubes. They don't have very big yards, but they're fresh and new and neat and tidy. Those things are selling like hotcakes. And they tend to be priced. Like they're stacked so close together. They are. I mean, you can definitely pass the sugar to your neighbor and not much for a yard. So, but they are selling. And I think probably it's just because it's more affordable. So that is your competition. If you're selling, you have to consider that when you're thinking of selling your home, Either you have to price it very, very realistically if you choose not to do updates or make sure it's updated enough so it's move-in ready for the buyer. So if you are thinking of moving, give us a call at 719-301-3900. We'll show you our buyers, your selling range, and how much you'll put in your pocket. No cost or obligation. Call us at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold, Guaranteed Realty. And if you are thinking of making a move, call Barb right now, 719-301-3900, or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. A short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing home inspection problems that sellers face when they're selling a house here in Colorado. 